these films slash their way to our top five. I'm going to slash you for that intro. <laughs> that was awful. It's not the sharpest of intros. <laughs> What's up, guys, and welcome back to List This, where we list and you listen. I'm Josh, and as always, I'm joined by... Cameron. And Jim. And this is episode uh, four in our, or is it three, in our Listober uh, episode. Yeah, episode four. Four, four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do have one more episode in Listober that surprise. we totally didn't forget about. Yeah, surprise! We, we it's our surprise we episode. T- we totally didn't. Just get told actually that there was another Wednesday in October. <laughs> That's totally not what happened. Nope, not at all. Nope. So expect one more one more spoopy list. Yep. From us. And then uh, and then we're back to less spooky stuff, which I want to put it out to you guys. I want you to tweet us or Facebook us or Instagram us and give us some lists that you want us to do because I really want to do stuff that you guys want to listen to. Yeah, we're really, really, really loving all y'all's involvement now with this, like, voting in our polls and just commenting on, like, you know, different movies and different stuff like that. Like, so we want to take it that step even further. We want to do your lists now. Like, you know, give us a list. We'll do a little bit of research if we don't know it, and we'll sit here and we'll talk about it for about an hour. Yep. Um, with that, let's go ahead and dive in. Oh, I forgot to tell you what we're doing. Uh, (laughs) this week we're doing top five slasher films. So pretty excited. Um, slasher is quintessential Halloween scary. That's exactly what I was just about to say. Yeah. It's like the quintessential horror genre, like the piece of the horror genre. Yeah. So I don't, I can't think of Halloween without slasher films. No. No. Um, so with that, let's go ahead and dive into uh, number five. Number five. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, uh, I'll start it off today um, with uh, my number five, which is probably going to be a quintessential slasher because it's literally all it is. It's the Saw movies. Um, I specifically have the first one on there. Oh. Um, but I mean, the Saw movies like in, in itself is, is exactly what it is. It's like, it's, you've mentioned it before. It's murder porn, essentially. I, like <laughs> it's, I was it's, literally it's, just discussing with two people last night how I hate the Saw movies. <laughs> yeah, but for a slasher film though, I mean, it's, it's, it's not pretty... a slasher film though. It's like, I was just about to say, devices. okay, so everything okay, i actually just had this conversation with someone yesterday uh the first saw film is not a slasher because only one person dies and they die at the end of the film yeah we there's talked no about that. there's no slashing in it it's, I, uh, it's more of like a thriller i know more about the plot of the slash of the first saw film but like they become like to me all right so maybe we should clarify this now to me a slasher film is just like the the like killing of people in you know, sequence of a movie, like you know what I mean. Right. Like you're just right. You're, but I feel like it and has that's to be why someone say, doing the killing, though, like directly, but this, and not like setting traps. This is but that's no. Me. See, I don't okay. feel like that. I feel I like as either. long as people are dying, then it's a slasher film. <laughs> but you have to have, in, in my opinion, it's always like I go off of the serial killer thing, where if they're a serial killer, if it's like more than three people, and that's how I look at slashers. Is it's 
how many okay. people died. So then, so then I'm looking saw. at the Saw, the Saw film series. Well, that, I, that's I'm, fair. I specifically yeah. know more about the plot of the first Saw movie. So that's why I felt like I was able to put it on my list and justify putting Saw on my list. Because yeah. I don't want to put Saw on my list if I've never seen it. Right. Well, you know what I mean? And, By the way, you heard it here first. Cameron cares about the body count. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slasher film. That's yeah, what I mean, you're there for. You're that's not exactly there for what it is. Plot. He's like, that's... I don't care how people died. I just like that people so, died. <laughs> see, for me, for me t- talking about a slasher film is like a bunch of people being killed by some by the hand of somebody whether it's like that's fair, personally yeah. doing it or them setting up something to kill because we've seen in a lot of slasher mm-hmm. movies where like someone dies not by the personal hand but by do the effect of what the the slasher did I, I actually really like that we're bringing this up because I feel like it's really important slasher is often looked as looked at as a genre of like someone's holding a machete yeah. And they're they're hacking away at people, but that's not always what it's a slasher just a, is. The systematic killing of people throughout right. the entire day. And of the sometimes movie. it's not even a person. Like the one of my favorite films to bring up in this genre, which is a weird one, is Sanctum. A lot of people haven't seen it. It was done by I think I think it was James Cameron that did it. Um, or he produced it. But it's just a bunch of people in a cave, but they're slowly being killed off by the environment in the uh-huh. cave one by one. It's a slasher film, wholeheartedly. They're being killed off by something outside of their control. I don't remember if we talked about this last episode or the episode before that or whatever, but if if that is your argument, would you say that the happening is a slasher film? Yeah, because the that's kind of where I'm at Killing too. people. I don't remember enough of the happening. Are there are there a lot of people that are important to the movie that die, or just a um, lot of people that die? I don't remember both because that's both because I, I think you see the group being slowly killed off partially. Like you know, you don't see the entirety of the group killed. But there's a lot of deaths, and, and I think a few of them, if I remember correctly, I just remember Mark Wahlberg's like acting. But uh, <laughs> I would say that usually there <laughs> usually there's someone who no. even though slashers aren't known for their plot, <laughs> usually it's someone who's integral in a way to That's what you're watching. Yeah. There's someone that you've actually seen at least a few lines from. Yeah. yeah. So because there are okay. some films where like a ton of people That's die. Right. And I I want to pose that question to you guys, the listeners too, mm-hmm. so you can tweet us or Facebook or whatever. Would you count The Happening as a slasher film? Because I'm, I'm just really curious to see what you guys think. Because it's a stretch, but there may be some people out there that are like, who, yeah, who think it might be the trees are killing people. Again, it's like the systematic killing slashers, of people yeah. throughout the entirety of the movie. But for, but for me, it's a specific person yeah. who's right. doing the killing. Whether he's doing it like with a knife in his hand or with a trap that he set. Yeah. Yeah. you know, That's Or with a game that they're having to play. Like the Saw movies, which is my number five pick. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> to bring it back full circle. Yeah. Uh, or full Saw, I guess. Cool. So... Sorry, saws the circles. So, I tried. That was a stretch. I saw what you did there. Hey, there it is. Barking up the we wrong got tree. <laughs> Murderous tree. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, the saw movies as a whole. I remember, like I said, um, if I was gonna talk about the plot, if we had the time for it, but um, mm. the the first one is the one I remember the most. But just I do remember one scene where people were stuck in a box in public, and they were like one person was trying to save both of them. And they were basically pretty much dying in public, like inside of a big glass box. Yeah, that was... And it was kind of gruesome. I, that was a really bad intro for me. Because I, I remember it watching it, and the two guys being tortured, they hadn't actually done anything wrong. There was a chick that they were both dating. Yes. And she was cheating on them. But for some reason... Yeah. Yeah. But they, but they had no idea. They weren't bad guys or anything. She was the one cheating on them. But for some reason, they were the ones being tortured. Yep. It was yep. such a weird and I and I knew thing. nothing about it. I just saw it, and it was yeah. again one of the the gruesome killing, which is you know, as a slasher thing for That's me. Scary. So saw is inventive in its kills for the most part. I don't. I don't right. like them. Well, <laughs> I don't like. That's them. why it's not on your list. Tonight. I don't like them. Next. 
All right, MTV. <laughs> Cameron, what's your uh, number five? <laughs> Since we're Don't tell me it's the start. Saw movies. It's not the Saw <laughs> movies. It's, they, Wouldn't that have been something? They have wasted too much of my time. For me to put them <laughs> uh, no, so I couldn't figure out what I wanted my number five to be. I was switching it back I feel and like forth that's between my honorable. Pretty normal. It you, happens like... a lot. Yeah, it happens like every single time. I can't decide. But um, like it went from five to dishonorable to honorable to one. I've had one five. go yeah. from one to dishonorable, so it, it's you know. It I'll happens. never, I'll never understand the enigma that is Cameron. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the film um, that I chose for number five is The Hills Have Eyes, specifically the remake, though. Um, I brought it up last episode just because of the backstory to it, but this time for the actual film itself. It's just a really messed up film. The The first one, the Wes Craven one, isn't great. I didn't really love it. It's also kind of a satire. It's I don't think it's really intended to be scary or anything like that. It's over the top and cheesy. Um, but the, the, the remake is really interesting because it's really gritty, it's really horrific, and it's very just... It's like vulgar in all of its visuals, but it, it's it does it in a way that feels necessary almost, it, and that's what I felt is so weird about it. The colors, for one, they really make you feel like you're just sitting in the middle of the heat, which is what the story is. For people who don't know, it's yeah. a family in an RV, that typical, they take a route that they shouldn't have taken, um, and they get lost out there. Though this time, their RV breaks down because of a plan, or it's their truck or something, um, breaks down because of a planned attack. So it's not like, oh, our truck stopped working in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> yeah. There's a legitimate reason. They're actually being hunted, and that's why their truck their truck breaks down. Um, but it's really, it's really kind of terrifying because it's about a group of incestuous cannibals. But what this movie adds that wasn't in Wes Craven's, and I really, really love this aspect, is they don't live in a cave. Uh, they actually live in a town, but it's like one of those old nuke towns. Mm -hmm. So that's what becomes really, really interesting is they're like these deformed, radiated people and they're living in an old nuclear town. And that's the part of the film that I was like, oh, I actually really am enjoying this because there's a whole section where they're like exploring that town and trying to figure out what they're going to be able to do. And there's just like mannequins everywhere and then there's just these gross people in these houses <laughs> and including deformed children too. And I love the aspect of throwing in someone innocent into a family of murderous people because you have to feel some type of sympathy for some of them. Yep. And, and it's always, I always love when horror movies try and give you a little bit of sympathy for the monster. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, instead of just making them like a brainless killing machine. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I would need to go back and watch it. I think, I think I mentioned that in the last episode as well, but it's been a while um, I do remember it making me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's... Just, I, the whole... Yeah. I, I'm going to just mention this one part, and I'm not going to go into graphic detail or anything like that. I'm just going to say that there is a... Uh, potential mom, content warning? Mom, potential. <laughs> it, I mean, a little bit, but it's not It's not too bad. Uh, there's a mom who had just had a kid in, in the film, mm. and because... Like a gross mom or like a regular mom? No, like mom? a regular mom, okay. and <laughs> she's sitting... She's, she's trying to protect her kids from being slashed, and... There's this really awkward moment where one of the cannibals like walks up to her when he's about to kill one of the children and she's like begging him to stop. And then he just starts breastfeeding from the mom. It's really uncomfortable. Okay. It's really awkward. I don't remember to watch. that part, but it's really strange. Maybe I blocked that. I was just gonna say, yeah, you probably uh I yeah. wish I could suppress it's... that memory. I just I just remember one of the people hold on, I'm gonna pull this up and show you really quick. Um I remember one of the people um 
reminded me of like the Toxic Avenger <laughs> because they were so like deformed and graphic and stuff. Maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, I mean that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting film. I'm not gonna rewatch it ever, uh, but I watched oh. it and yeah. It was uh, it was that guy. What's his name? The big, the big ball, the big tall, uh, bald guy. Um, getting better. You're getting there. Michael, the Rock. Michael Berryman, I think is his name. The Rock. Yeah, Ma- Michael Berryman. He said big tall bald guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the uh, original Hills Have Eyes. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Hills Have Eyes. I I went over pretty much everything in it. I'm not gonna <laughs> rewatch it ever. Uh, but it was good enough to watch one time. I will say. I, I would also recommend it, um, just because it's just one viewing. Yeah, it's not a movie you're ever going to want to rewatch for yeah. reasons like we named. Yeah, yeah. But it's not gross enough to like stay away from. No, it's not. Feel no, like it's that. it's not gross out horror. That's not the intent. The intent yeah. was to show how psychologically damaged these people are, yeah. and it works. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the whole movie is not like weird people breastfeeding off of like non-irradiated <laughs> just people. random teats. All right, uh, my number five is going to be um, a quintessential slasher, which I yes. think most of these are going to be. Okay. So I don't need to say that again. It's going to be the Halloween remake, the Rob Zombie uh, Halloween remake. 2007. Was that 2007? Yep. I thought that yeah, was, it was. Yeah, or yep. older than that. Yeah, no, I thought it was more recent. I didn't realize it was that old. Um, but I put Halloween on there because... I liked, I don't know, I think a lot of people might disagree with me, but I liked seeing Michael Myers as a kid and seeing him grow into the person that we know to a degree. Um, I guess it was a different kind of Michael Myers from the original, um, like 1978 one or whatever. But I just, I enjoyed seeing, it helped me like you said with the uh, with the people it helped me like sympathize with them more because he was like a kid who got picked on and all this stuff and then he grew up into like this murderous crazy person I mean he was I don't think the bullying was the like the one thing that turned him into this killer but um, it definitely played a role it it uh, it grounded him a little more it put him into more like a realistic you know he's an outcast these kids pick on him. And he takes it out on him. I don't think you like that movie because you keep smirking at me. I feel like Cameron's not like a lot of movies on our list. I, let me let me say this. I don't really even love the original Halloween film, mm-hmm. but I hate Rob Zombie's rendition of it. Okay. Mostly because of the vulgarity and it's highly unnecessary. Yeah. It's one of those films that I feel like they didn't know how to write a script, so instead they just threw in the F word every couple of sentences. And even the kid so does like it. So like a Tarantino movie. Except he knows how to write scripts. Except for the, those, those actually have plots to them. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like it was it was very Rob Zombie indulgent, mm-hmm. like in what his style is. Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't particularly love the way they did the kid. Showing the kid being bullied at school and, or being bullied even by his family and stuff like that. It's kind of one of those things where, I don't know. I... The original film, what it does, I think, is it shows the senselessness sometimes of murder and how sometimes there isn't a real reason. And especially when you're a kid, you don't completely know your actions. And it shows that Mike Myers never actually grows out of that. Because he does it so young, it kind of warps him from a young age. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he's never really a person. He's always just this childlike mindset and doesn't know who he is. Therefore, we never know who he is. So that's what I preferred about the original. But I don't really like the Rob Zombie one. I just... 
I don't really like Rob Zombie movies, though, either. So They are a touch uh, out there, but that's not really the word that I'm looking for, but that's the best I can come up with right now. Terrible. They're just... Sorry. Well, you might want to get that checked out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you're not just going to say they're terrible, I would just say they're kind of like over the top. Like, they're just... They're like really long, bad rock videos. That's kind of how I look at them. With a lot of blood and guts. <laughs> Like thrown in there, and a lot of and a lot the of F words, a lot of the F word, and and, and a lot of his, his wife, and his. I was just about to say, <laughs> not just a lot of his wife, a lot of his naked wife, who is either murdering or getting murdered, usually. Yeah. So that's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah, she's in all of them. Yep, and usually um, takes off her clothes at some point. Yeah, which is another thing that he likes to do. You know, whatever they're into. Different strokes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Number four. Um, Let's move on to number cool. four. My my goal right now is to see how many movies that you and I can list that Cameron absolutely hates, or like I'm doing pretty good so far. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, um, cool. Moving on to number four then is gonna be actually a change that I just made based off the conversation we had for mine. Um, it's yeah. not Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a Final Destination. Um, if I had thought about what we talked about on my number five pick, I probably would have put Final Destination because it's still the systematic killing of people throughout the entirety of the movie series. Um, it's a slasher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. But it's done by like an entity as opposed to like a person okay. as a whole because it's like done by a demon. And that's basically, the thing. Is actually, it? It's like physically done by a, like a shadow demon. So yeah. Like, there is actually something physically there trying to... Kill, kill all, all these people, people. and yeah. it's like successful up until the end of each movie yeah you know um so but yeah i mean it's that one's actually left a little bit of a lasting impact on me because i'm st- i still can't drive behind log trucks you know yeah. on like the highway and stuff like driving next to semis and stuff like it's just not you know so there's still stuff that kind of gets me with that one but yeah. I, I think it's kind of another one of the, one of those where you i don't remember the plot of any of them because no you, you just watch it to see how they die. The plot is teenagers that you don't like get killed. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't outwardly I mean, root for the bad guy, but... For anybody who doesn't know the Final Destination series, basically these kids are all destined to die. Um, and they somehow cheated death. Like, I think one of them, they all survived a plane crash and they weren't Very supposed to. Yeah. So they survived a plane crash that they weren't supposed to. And so from this point on, it's basically essentially death is going off and killing these people because they are not supposed to be alive right now. Yeah. They're supposed to be dead and it's tearing at the, like, you know, whatever, you know, world entity fabric of time or whatever, you know. Yeah. It has some sort of, like, domino effect. I... I think the Final Destination films are really bad, but I love them. There it is. So okay, I was like, this yeah. is different. Uh, uh, I they're they're so bad that they're fun to watch. But more importantly, their kills are very inventive. Very. Yeah. Like I remember one time they dropped a giant pane of glass on a dude, and that was like my friends and I were laughing hysterically. But it was, I mean, it was funny to watch, but it was inventive too. Like yeah. dropping an entire pane. I of mean, glass it's interesting to see like the because you see like I can't remember which one it is either, but like you see the water. That basically is like driving itself through the house, like a stream, oh, a little stream yeah. of water, and it keeps going to stuff that you think is going to kill it. Like it goes yeah. up by an outlet, and it goes into the outlet. Then you see it coming out from the ceiling, going by like the, the garbage disposal, 
And, like, you have no idea what that, like, that water's going to do. Like, how it's actually going to kill him. So yeah. it's kind of holding you in a little bit of suspense. Like, how are you going to kill him? Like, do it already. Just do it. And like, you're looking forward to the kill. And that's what I mean is, like, they're really bad. But because there's even, there's, like, Tom and Jerry moments where, like, a dude, <laughs> like, a dude walks outside of the tanning salon. And this brick that he placed up gets knocked over by the shadow creature, essentially. So he can't get back in. But yeah. for some reason doesn't run around to the front door just to get back in his place. Um, but then those two girls in the tanning beds just get fried. Yeah. And it's just, they do ridiculous things, but they know what they're doing. That's the thing. Have you never seen these? They're cool. It's I mean, I would, they're, they're worth a watch. Come on. I don't know. They're yeah. like quintessential bad horror movies. That's yeah. Like I said, I don't remember the plot. It's one of those things where I missed it. didn't remember the plot. <laughs> it's one of those things where I missed it and just never went back to see it. Just That's fair. Uh, it's, it. I did, it's, and then I knew someone that owned all of them, so we just watched them. But I mean, again, it's it's like all of mine are gonna be pretty much almost exactly quintessential, like just like you, Josh. Yeah. Like they're gonna be slasher films in their core, and like that's gonna be all. That's it what really I'm saying. Is. I don't think we really need to say quintessential for every choice. No, all like that's how it's pretty... gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> Unless Cameron is something different, I feel like Cameron could pull something out that you may not like. Let's find out. Yeah, Cameron. <laughs> I just want everyone to know they're both just staring at me. Uh, Alright. What else are we going to do? <laughs> We're just sitting just in front of a microphone. So I have one on here that I doubt you guys have seen. I don't know a lot of people that have seen it. I rewatched it recently for this list and also because I love it. Uh, there's a film called Your Next. I have seen you it. You have I feel like it. I've heard of it. So I have seen it. This one is actually a satire, but it's one of those that's done that in a way. That was last week, Cameron. In fact, I'm going to make a switch, and I'm going to move your next to number four <laughs> so we can talk about it. Okay. But didn't you already do your number four? No. Because no. I started. Oh, that's right. You started. <laughs> yeah. Where were you, Cameron? I don't know. I haven't been here. <laughs> your guys' stare just creeped me out. <laughs> <laughs> but your next is a really phenomenal film because it's... It's hilarious in the ways it shouldn't be, mm -hmm. but its kills are awesome. It, the way that it does its slow slashing of everybody in this house is great because, for one, the main character is not helpless by any means. Mm -hmm. She's, like, trained because she was in some cult growing up as a kid, So, and they're not expecting it, like, the killers at all. Like, they had a plan going in, and they weren't expecting her to be trained. So she's just, like, knocking them out as they're knocking other people out. So basically what the film is about, since it's now my number four. There we go. Um, I got <laughs> really was. I got really excited and wanted to talk about it, so I, I swapped it with a different... Uh, I'm happy you've seen it. Um, but, I, so I, first of all, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting, like, some gruesome, like, horror right. slasher Same film. Same here, yeah. And I was actually really entertained because it, it threw me for a loop. Yeah. Um, basically what the story is, is like they, um, this family invites their like extended family or their sons or whatever over for a dinner or some kind of celebration. Yeah. And these people, these three people show up and try to kill all of them. Yeah. And then you find out, I'm going to, I'll spoil it. It's like eight years old, but you find out that the two sons paid these guys to come in and kill the family so they yeah. could get their inheritance. Nice. But everything starts to go wrong. <laughs> like, the killers yeah. can't finish the job, and, like, they start fighting back. So it's not like, like Cameron said, it's not like you're helpless victim being chased by a killer. It's it's different, and it's really fun to watch. Yeah, and, well, it's awesome because one of the brothers that's in on it, 
it's his girlfriend that he brings mm. and he doesn't know she was supposed to, she was intended to be like a witness but instead she turns out to be like this badass the one that's like fighting back yeah like this badass <laughs> like cult child who knows like all these apocalyptic methods of saving yeah. herself and it it becomes her slashing them mm-hmm. while they're slashing others yeah and it, it's just this slap it's just this yeah it's really yeah. ridiculous. I didn't know it was a, like a satire going into it though. I didn't either. And then there's one moment where they where they um the they're like telling the one sister she's gonna run because she's really fast because mm. she, she says she can run a mile in like 23 minutes or something like that something ridiculously slow and she's like she, she's <laughs> like I'm really really fast and they get her ready they open up the door she sprints and then there's just a fishing line oh, over right, right yeah. in front of the door and she just gets clotheslined yep and, and like slips her throat so open and I was like that yeah. shouldn't be funny but it is it's just so well done it, it's a really fun film there's a I'm gonna spoil the the very last the very end but I think it's great we're like. The spoiler warning. Yeah, so spoiler, fast forward Skip, like 30 like, seconds or whatever. Uh, yeah, a minute and a half um, or something. So uh, basically what happens is she um, it's, she's like left and she ends up facing off against like three killers plus the two brothers. Yeah. So it's like her against five people. And it's like the end of the movie and like the cops show up and everything's safe. And she had set a trap for the killers and the cop walks in and gets killed by the trap that she Dude, set. Nice. And like that's the end of the movie where it's just like, oh my God. I know. It, everything about that film is just fun I love to it watch. when the movie it's leaves you off with so a punch like fun. that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like you weren't, you're like, oh, it's a happy ending. And, and like, then, like, no, nope, just kidding. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like over it the top, fun, but it's yeah. grounded. Too, yep. and it's yep. it's so much fun yeah but for people that haven't seen it you wasn't should wasn't there another house though like next door to theirs yeah and the, those people were killed at the very beginning that's of the right film. okay yeah those ones are killed right at the very beginning and they set up the guy that they kill in that house like he's listening to the music and like they have the music blaring out of the house and he's sitting on the couch his dead body just facing forward nice. but you can see him in the window and that was mm. just a plan so that that when they ran over there for help he's just sitting there and it looks like, like he's ignoring listening. them yeah yeah it's it's really good. It's yeah. really smart and just a lot of fun. And it's really fun to see a victim not be a victim. Mm-hmm. Okay. And be someone who's actually intelligent enough to lay traps and take people out herself. And to kill people when they're actually down and not just knock people out and be like, I'm going to run now. I had that gripe with the, one of the movies on my list later, but I'll talk about it when it gets to it. Interesting. The director of Your Next directed Death Note. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's the unfortunate. Yeah, well thing he also did uh it's adam wingard right yeah yeah he did an, he the was guest he did the guest but he also did uh something in the abcs of death oh, too. Okay. and it's like this fourth wall breaking film where they're all getting killed while they're making the film it's ridiculous yeah. <laughs> nice. it's hilarious it's just really stupid number three but, yeah so now that we've talked about it jim let's swing yeah. over to your number three number three um <laughs> i'm gonna throw it back to a classic with this one um is uh, nightmare on elm street so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it yep. with uh with that one. That one was such a good movie, um, and I it kicked ex- off a expect, whole series. I expected that one to show up somewhere. Yeah, I figured it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, I I I mean, it's very classic slasher esque. Like I think I I don't know if was that the first one of like the like Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers. Like I don't think it, it was so, the last no. one. It was um, the last. Okay, it, it, was it was built the 80s, as a, right? It was built as a satire for that reason. It, okay, yeah. yeah, that's what I would say is like you know, but um, I mean, it's such an iconic character you now. Like I, I agree that it's like your, uh, 
your slasher, like everything about a slasher, I guess, because it's a satire, but it's also an interesting take on the slasher. I was going to say that because yeah. everything is done within the dream realm. Yeah. So, like, if you, you know, you, you die in your sleep, you die in real life, you know. Um, so you're helpless to a point. To a point, yeah. yeah you well, know. and the intent is that the character talks a lot since none of the other slashers do talk really. Mm. So that was Wes <laughs> yeah. Craven's intent, and that's part of the satire there is he wanted someone who just doesn't shut up. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. So, and I'm, I'm sure because, I mean, you don't really see that so much. Like, he talks in the first movie but not like he's not like yammering on so yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that they start to kind of bring that in oh he gets he gets more and more talking about it as yeah it on. i plan on watching the the other ones um this is the only one i've seen for now but <laughs> skip the second one that's I mean, i'm gonna watch it because that's so gonna that's it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the series it's a really universally hated film because okay. they took well the i want to be part of the universe that hates it so i'm probably gonna watch it they took the idea and then they just completely just destroyed everything and then the third film gets back into it none of none oh, of like the ones X-Men after the first, first one are great it's <laughs> <laughs> a good point ouch we talked about that last episode i'm um, just gonna work that into every episode like, oh a terrible movie oh x-men first class. um um I was talking to my brother about slasher films, and he brought up, not to get off topic, or kind of on topic. But, but he's going to pull us off topic. Not yeah. Kind of, but I'm going to stay on Nightmare on Elm Street. He mentioned A New Nightmare, and he said that was probably the best one of the series. Would you agree? Is that... That's so, not the newest one, no, is it? No, it's not. Okay. Uh, the newest one is the one where they hired the guy who played Rorschach in Watchmen. Okay. I haven't actually seen that one. I haven't seen New Nightmare either. That's the one I want to watch. Uh, so... Wes Craven, just for the history of that, of what happened with The New Nightmare, Wes Craven sold Friday on Elm Street before it was ever released to the public. Mm. Uh, he made the film and he sold it. He, he had a habit of doing that. He would make and create characters and then he would sell them off because he didn't, he didn't want to deal with trying to market them and stuff. He just wanted the money so he could make an, another film. Uh, and that's why he made so many. But New Nightmare, he comes back and directs another Nightmare on Elm Street film uh, after there's been tons of films in the franchise at that point mm-hmm. and what he does is he does a fourth wall breaking film where it's a mockumentary mm-hmm. and Freddy is killing off people in the real world oh unquote, nice okay. world. Oh, cool. that's okay. the idea behind New Nightmare I've always wanted to see it because I've heard it's it's really interesting yeah. it's like interesting it's another satire but it's also satiring the series that was a satire right? from the original film so it's like super meta which is what he does <laughs> any, I mean we talked about Scream last time yeah. and or two times ago and that's what he did there yeah sorry jim that's okay no i mean it's i mean it's still within the nightmare on elm street but yeah. i mean you know it's just a very classic and then you know everyone like when you think of slasher films like freddy is one of the ones that comes up now and then not to mention the story behind it that we discussed on our previous episode yeah actually i was gonna say like we talked about the idea that like this was like, loosely based on a true story how yeah. horrifying that is i told that to my brother and he was like holy crap like, he didn't even yeah. know about that story. And I was like, yeah, apparently that's, like, it's based off of this thing. Yeah, based yeah. off the fact that Wes Craven heard about that, yeah. thought it was creepy, made a film about and it. And just so I can probably bring up a movie that I know Cameron hates, but he was they also did the Freddy vs. Jason. I love Freddy vs. Jason. Do you really? I was that's like, also, I know that's a pretty, yeah. like... It's a comedy, though. It was intended, is it really? It's yeah. intended to be it's, a comedy. I've seen it yeah. once a years ago, but I know that's a very... Like ill-received movie, yeah. By most, <laughs> a lot of people thought it was gonna be like a like a serious like powerhouse against powerhouse, and it's a comedy definitely. But if you don't watch it as knowing it's a comedy, it's one of those. It just looks really, really bad. <laughs> so, but I I love Freddy. I'm one of those Jason. people because the only time I've ever seen it was like years and years ago on like a first date with an old ex girlfriend. 
And I think we went in thinking it was going to be like a slasher. And then you walked in and you're like, that sucks. And yeah, <laughs> to this day, I'm like, that movie wasn't good. But I think if I went back and watched it now with a different mindset, probably, I'd be like, oh, this yeah. is actually pretty fun. I, I watched it last year at this time, and I loved it. Okay. It's hilarious. It's it's way too long, for sure. <laughs> but it's it's funny the whole I've time. I've been noticing that with our horror movies that we've been doing and stuff, because I've been having to watch a whole bunch of horror movies this month mm-hmm. for these lists. They all average about an hour and a half. Yeah, like most yeah. more horror movies, and I'm usually like, I mean, that's what you need. Set. You get in, you kill some people, and, and you, you get, get out. out. That's yeah. what good horror movies do. Yeah, yeah but I mean, even like the, on too yeah. long, even know? like the psychological thrillers and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. even like a lot of those movies, like they're all like coming up at an hour and a half, which is it's perfect. And like it's why, just enough to set off enough time to watch it. And that is why I didn't see the newest It movie because it is way too long for a horror film. I liked it. <laughs> what is <sighs> it? Uh. We're not going to do that? No. <laughs> just for the record, Cameron and I both just looked at Josh while he was forcing that one out. <laughs> but yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, throwing it back to a classic, classic uh, slasher film. Cameron, what's your number three before you guys beat me up? <laughs> Bad jokes. If we haven't yet, this part we're probably not <laughs> oh, going <no>. to. Uh, <laughs> so, I've mentioned, uh, when we did Movie Monsters, uh, I mentioned this character, or I think two of us might have but anyway the the film is jeepers creepers so i i really really like jeepers creepers um i i like the first and the second one I the did third too. one is almost unwatchable it's really, really i still don't bad. know that the I third one think, exists didn't that just came out recently like like within the last bad. like five years i still don't, i still bad, don't know yeah. the third one exists it's it yeah, just came out like within like five I don't years know what you're talking about it's like oh. it's like that's the joke because i'm trying yeah, like there is no oh. third one it's like if you took a soap opera and made an episode with jeepers creepers like that's, <laughs> that's what it is and it's really bad but the first and the second one are really good and i do i love the first one just because it's like a play on different like cult horror that we've seen before but also it's a play on duel the old steven spielberg mm-hmm. film where like it starts out just with them being chased by this hidden figure in this truck mm-hmm. and they're like running away from him justin long's great in it i remember the iconic like the the truck horn yeah that you hear first like yeah. that massive just like well and then there's there's the amazing the big black truck come at you and then there's the amazing moment where they find out where he is because they're so curious and i totally i can totally see myself in that like i'm curious enough to see what did he dump down a shoot mm-hmm. so then they go and they look and then he slides in and there's just this giant cavern of bodies and i i just think it's so interesting to have like these bodies because it, it's not just that this thing that the creeper is taking people and taking parts from them to increase his own life which is like the whole point of the yeah. story but he's also then sewing the remainder of their corpses to this giant dome it's just it's really creepy and a really interesting idea yeah i, I did like it. i liked i liked both of them as well yeah. like the uh like the stress of them on the bus in the second one yeah. just being picked off one by one because i right. actually debated on putting jeepers creepers too on my my list right um because of that same thing like we talked about the systematic killing and yeah like you know not knowing what's i actually watched the second one first um so I'm sorry but like not knowing like what happens i hated the second one i oh, i think the second one's great i didn't like it's, it. it's not it's, i was looking it up i was looking it up it's not it's, it doesn't got a, it doesn't have a lot of good reviews no I'm not um, I got, I got but i watched that one when i was younger so because it's like them on a it's like one location it's just that bus moves actually quite a bit, though. Because they're running around. Because it even starts for a while just in, like, the cornfield. Oh, wait, yeah, don't too. they leave the bus at some point? Yeah, yeah they leave the bus, yeah. too. 
So. But the first one, I think, is more fun. Though. Yeah, the first one's definitely way better. And I think the first one, it, even though it's not, like, a satire or comedy, it owns up to its over-the-top moments. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's even a moment where, like, he pulls out an axe from literally nowhere. He just pulls <laughs> out an axe. But it, it owns up to those over-the-top moments. So that's what I love about it. Plus, I love is, like, not just a human in this one because he's got some supernatural qualities because doesn't he have the wings well he, he does flies, in the second yeah. one yeah yeah he does in the first one too he finally uses the wings but yeah. it's like that last moment where he's gra- he like grabs justin long and then like and then he just like flies yeah. out of the window and yeah. it's a really cool moment and i also think it's interesting because the girl survives but it ends the way i think horror movies should where in theory that's a happy ending that she's alive but it's not a happy I, I, ending. which yeah. can we talk about something real quick is I don't understand how in all of these slasher movies, the person always walks away and it's just okay. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, some movies make reference to the fact that they go through years of therapy, like, you know, they go through, like, they have nightmares continuously, like, they affects them for the rest of their life, but a lot of these, they just, everything's just okay. I was like, that's not true. Jamie Lee Curtis has been fighting Michael Myers for, what, like, 40 years now? That's what I said, but most movies, she if dies you watch, in she's one of the never going to get out of here. And yeah, she, she comes back this well, <laughs> Now she's back. Well, yeah. That, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but, like, but, like, the point is, if you look at a lot of these horror movies, like, a lot of these people just walk away from this yeah. and they make no reference to the fact that, like... No, they just, do. Okay. There are some good ones that do make reference to it. Um, Like, Friday the 13th, Part 2, Uh, they do acknowledge what happens to the girl. Like, she's terrified from that point on. And then they actually kill her at the beginning of Friday the 13th Part 2. They, they kill that loose end immediately. So she's like getting ready like in her apartment. Like they kill her or she kills herself? No, like, like, she, they, like Jason comes oh, in okay. and brutally murders her in her own apartment. It's mm. like the only killing in the nice. Friday the 13th series where he really goes out of his way, I feel like, to kill someone. But he hunts her down and kills Interesting. her. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So. Sometimes they do tie up loose ends really well. I was going to say, it's not a slasher film, but we talked about Sinister. And I think that was yeah. a pretty good ending as well. It's like... It's not necessarily a happy ending, but it's one well, we deserved after that movie. And that's the thing about about like horror movies is to me, and I've had this argument with people before. Some people like the happy endings because they want everything to be fine. I don't like happy endings in horror movies. I think it's fine if people survive. I think it's fine if things end out end okay. But it's not a horror movie unless you lose something. Mm-hmm. There needs to be whether it's a piece of you, whether it's someone you love, whether. Mm-hmm. It's you just, I mean, like, it's you're just irreparably damaged. I mean, like, you have to have right. something for it to be a true horror film to me. But, yeah. That's nice TED Talk. We've had a couple. <laughs> on <this one>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to hey, this is List This. Welcome to our TED Talk. <laughs> um, cool. Josh? My number three, right? Three? Mm-hmm. That is the number. Uh, we talked about it before. Uh, last episode, Jim, you you brought it up. Uh, it's gonna be Bride of Chucky. Yes, I, I had a feeling that was gonna pop up in yours because you talked about how much you liked that one last time. I love that movie. <laughs> it was so ridiculous and over the top. Um, Jennifer Tilly is in it. Yeah, oh God, dude, that um, voice. John Ritter is in it. Um, Catherine Heigl, which is weird. She's like, I'd have to go back and watch it to see where she was, but. Um, I just remember, like, you know, it being over the top. I remember Jennifer Tilly's character, like, her person character. I guess Chucky, like, falls in love with her or something like that. So he murders her and puts her soul into another doll. And it makes the doll look and, exactly like she yeah. did. Yeah. It's a hell of a logical plot. <laughs> it's great, dude. It's so I never good. said I enjoyed it for the plot. <laughs> I, just, I enjoyed it for the ridiculousness of the plot. See, hearing some, I hated it for Jennifer Tilly's voice. Hearing something like that. But that's her voice. That is just her voice. <laughs> Even though 
hearing something like that, it just makes me wish that we had finally, like, they just given into the logic that you can just put souls and dolls and we had gotten like an army of Chucky movie with just like a ton <laughs> of Chucky dolls Do you remember just all these people he's killed. remember the movie Small Soldiers? Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Like I that, love but with Small Chuckies. Soldiers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like murderous toys. That would be so great. I would totally watch Army of Chucky. <laughs> yeah, wait, what studio does Chucky? Uh... Three different ones currently. Oh, really? Yeah. So, well, you you heard it first. Uh, three different studios, Army of Chucky's. <laughs> well, because we have we have the original series is still going technically. That yeah. what, the the last of which released this year, and then we have Terminator Chucky, which released this year, mm. and then they're working on a Chucky TV show. But and that's the original creator working on a child's play TV show. Okay. So he's not involved in the other two, and the other two aren't involved with each other. It's this terrible triangle of people so it's like making this weird, the same thing. It's like this weird DC thing we're seeing. It's like they're making all these things. At least that's one studio. This is this is three studios with different rights to the character. That's fair. Which is really weird. It's, yeah. Chucky, um, I almost put Child's Play on my list, though. But I put, I put Bride of Chucky specifically because they were like, the deaths to me were memorable. Like the goth dude that was Jennifer Tilly's boyfriend. Um, he like rips out his nose ring and stuff and then smothers him in the pillow. Uh, and then like the couple that was in like the honeymoon thing, he like broke the mirror that was above him and like rained glass on him and stabbed him and stuff. And then the guy hitting by, getting hit by the 18 wheeler that we talked about last time. It was just like those kind of things. It was like fun. I was at that yeah. age where like watching that stuff was fun. Fun, but it wasn't so like grotesque and stuff that it, it turned me off of well, it. Well, I mean, the Child's Play series is another comedy horror series, yeah. and I don't know about the newest film, mm. um, but I know that it's all just a comedy horror series. Mm. They're really, I don't know, they're really interesting films. Yeah, I've always wondered. Again, I know it's a comedy, but I've always wondered how you don't overpower a doll. I, it's just it's a plastic doll. <laughs> And I just always wonder how you can't beat out a plastic doll. I don't know. Watch all the Chucky movies and you'll see exactly how. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> like the new one makes sense because they turned it into a Terminator. Yeah. So I could see, I guess, that it's supposed to be like this high tech robot. You can't overpower Mark Hamill. I'm sorry. There you go. I forgot <laughs> it was just Mark two. Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. We can move on to number two. because. <laughs> I can appreciate Child's Play. I've dragged uh, it on for too long. Yeah, with not much to say about it. Number two. Um, cool. Well, with that, I'm going to move on to a movie that I have mentioned in the past that I have not seen that you guys have talked about. And I finally watched it. It's American Psycho. Nice. With Christian Bale Woo-hoo. as my yeah. number two pick. Um, it was... Uh, I actually, what a pick. I, <laughs> the film is going to become the Jaws again. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, really no, I know. This is like... But I mean, I finally There's had a chance Oscar to watch Isaacson. it. <laughs> <laughs> I finally had a chance to watch it. I enjoyed it. It was... I Did it mess with your head? The end. Yeah. The end did. Yeah. yeah, where it's like... I actually started scrolling through online. I'm like, American Psycho ending. And I started like scrolling through and try to like look up like, what the heck just happened? You know, so... Um, but I mean, it, it like some of the stuff I was seeing is exactly kind of what I was thinking. But one of the interesting things about that is like the so you know it's an adaptation of the book, right? So the actual uh, writer directors of the movie are on record saying that they messed up the ending of the movie, that they left it too ambiguous. It wasn't supposed to be like that, and they felt that they're not happy with that ending because they felt like it was too far from the book, and it's not supposed to leave people questioning 
what happened in the end. So I thought that, that was interesting, but like I also think that it's interesting that that movie is still such a like iconic film, you know now. But yeah, I questioned it, but I think so. My brother had seen it a couple times before that, and I think like I was questioning it, and then he explained it to me, and I had a better understanding. Yeah, so I think like, I don't really want to say much about the ending because yeah. I don't want to ruin yeah. it because like it's it's definitely worth watching mm. the ending. But like watching him just, I love watching him just degrade. Throughout the entirety of the movie. Like, he starts out so calm, cool, collected. He knows what he's doing. He's, you know, got his plan. He's able to fit in perfectly. And then we just see him just completely... It's watching him lose his mind. Yeah. It's it's watching a man who thinks he's losing his mind, but who also might be losing his mind. It's a social commentary. That's what the whole point of the book was. That's what the whole point of the film was. It's a social commentary on business practices and, like, unethical people that are higher up in those worlds, but taking it to an extreme. Yeah. It's a really interesting film. It's wonderfully portrayed by Christian Bale. Oh, And the director did a fantastic job on the film in general. And like William Dafoe's character, we talked about it in another episode. Yeah, where he was like, you would think he was so close. And all of a sudden he's like, oh no, he just maybe, right. he actually did just go out of Three town. Three different styles of a character in one film. Yeah. And, and then, really but each time he's it. talking to Christian Bale character, every time you're like, there's, there's no way he's not going to find out. Like, you know, he's acting so strange when he's talking to yeah. this, to this detective. And you're like, but in that scene, oh, well, okay. That's that's one of those things where, like, if you ever wonder what a director actually influences, that's one of those big things. Because William Defoe, in theory, would play the same character throughout the whole film, but because the director had different notes, he's playing the same character, but different personalities, different yeah. times. And I and it made, it made total sense. I was seeing yeah. that because I remember talking about that in a previous one, but, yeah, just watching him, you know, do what he did and... Because he was so busy trying to figure out who the Boondock Saints were. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> How many um, times um, can we go silent <laughs> in one podcast? But yeah, no, American Psycho. Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> American Psycho, my number two pick. Fantastic movie. I'm so yeah. glad I finally can knock that one off my list of movies to watch. Because it's been on there for a long time. So... Yeah. Um, that's one of those films I'll just say real quick that I was uncomfortable by how much I liked the charismatic charm of Christian Bale in that film I did too it's, Especially, you shouldn't like him he's way and it, it. It, was, it was interesting to watch him become way more charismatic right as he's about like ready to kill when he's talking about like the music and stuff I was like gonna right say, we talked about that last episode so I don't I mean it's not a spoiler I mean it, it is but it's not mm, yeah. the, the way he murders a certain character it doesn't. I mean, if it's, it's, an old, it's I think one of those films. I like think, we're past the. Day. I knew. Like, I knew yeah, he killed like, it. That, I knew. I knew he killed someone like that because that's how. Like that's like what you see when you see like stuff about the movie, mm-hmm. um, and even like you know in some like the memes and stuff now where he's sitting there literally holding the axe. So like, it's just, not so much a spoiler anymore. I just like watching Christian Bale movies in general because you go yeah. from like Empire of the Sun where he's like a seven year old kid. Yep. And then you go to like American Psycho where he's yeah. like flexing to himself in the mirror while he's having sex with a woman. And you're like, I just watched this kid yeah. as like a World War II prisoner. And, and then I'll you see him like, like busting bad guys as Batman. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I forgot Aaron. about the Newsies where he's dancing and delivering papers. That's I never saw that. But I did <laughs> see uh, I did see The Machinist. Where, where he was like super skinny, wasn't yeah. he? Like, That's a whole other conversation. Which you were talking about like, like him degrading and stuff. That is oh, yeah. I love The Machinist. Ridiculous. I don't yeah. want to go on a tangent about that. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's so a good movie. I, yeah, I am is, a massive Christian Bale fan <laughs> as well, too. Yeah. Like, I got to say, like, 
I watched that because I I'm really into like psychological thrillers, and it did not disappoint. The Machinist that is like movie, one of the best films I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah. It's incredible. Okay, not so, getting on a tangent sweet. about The Machinist though, because that is not a slasher. Yes. Uh, so going into my number two choice here, it's a film that we've talked about, but a better rendition of it. Uh, it's the newest Halloween. So I don't know if you guys have seen the newest Halloween. Mm-mm. That's really unfortunate. The newest Halloween is by far the best of all of them. Is that so, recent? Yeah, really recent. 2017, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so one of the things that's great about this is they finally decided all of the other Halloween movies were really, really bad, except for the very first one. So we're going to make a sequel to the very first one. So this newest film, it retcons everything after the original film. So it is the... Officially, canon-wise, it is only the second film in the series, and because of that, because of that, they have freedom to kind of go off of only okay. one film, so they don't have to worry about any of the other lore or anything like that. And they can play off the character in the same way I talked about earlier, how he's this character who's psychologically damaged and who's always just kind of been isolated, so he doesn't look at the world the same way the rest of us do. It is brutal as hell which it's it's just as brutal as i expect a slasher to be but without being gory and that's what i really enjoyed about it too is it as brutal as it is it reminds me of like the friday the 13th films like some of the older ones where they weren't super gory but they were really brutal in the way people died um but it also feels real like you can feel like when he's hitting people or like he slams one dude's head into a wall repeatedly you can feel it i mean like you can feel that anger and that rage that he has but at the same time he's so quiet and so like unmenacing in a way just in his just in how silent he is and it makes him all the creepier and he doesn't he it's one of those movies where you really trust that he will just kill anyone so everybody is on the table i mean there's literally not a single person i felt like in that film like he's not going to kill them because they're this character because they're this important i felt at any point in the film he could kill anyone i want to retcon and say it wasn't the 2017 it was 2018 oh 2018 Yeah, yeah yeah I thought it was. So it was last year. It it was. I mean, it was really good. I saw it in theaters, hoping it was going to be the film that I wanted it to be, and it absolutely delivered on every level of the film, including still not showing us who he is, but showing us what he is, Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important. Um, There's like a couple moments I I didn't love in the film, like a couple weird moments, but overall, it's it's great. And if you like any of the Halloween movies, I recommend seeing it Mm. because it's definitely the best one out of all of them. I don't know anything about it other than I know, like you said, it's a, like, I guess a direct sequel to the original. So yeah. they bring back, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just was looking at her name. I don't know why I spaced <laughs> that. Yeah. And they, they bring her back. Like we talked about, you know, having people who just walk away, like nothing happened. Right. Yeah. She's coming off of the first film and it's they obviously back years and revenge, years later. Right? right. And they, they do the actual time jump thing. So they do. So she's actually as old as she should be now. Like gotcha. they, they just take it in real life terms. And how many years has been? I think it's like thirty five or forty years mm-hmm. or something. Um, it's been a while that they go with. But she is a very much like a victim, and she's got this mentality that he is going to come back and kill her. So because of that, she lives isolated with like this house that is ready. Like she's got guns. She's got floodlights. She's terrified. She's constantly terrified and she's like lost her mind because of what happened when she was younger. And it's beautiful because it really shows, like we talked about, movies don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. And this does that. 
this goes off of the fact that she was a victim to a horrible yeah. crime. This shows the the repercussions. Yeah, of what exactly. She went through. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really really well done. I don't think enough people saw it either, mm. which was a little disappointing. They are supposedly going to make another one, so we'll see what happens. But Halloween three two. Halloween three, three again. Three. <laughs> the Halloweening. Um, nice. I did not expect. I totally forgot they came out with that, which I guess was part of the problem you were saying is. Yeah. It just kind of fell off. It was yeah. like, oh, a Halloween I, and, movie and, and, again. And I, and my, that's one of my worries with a lot of like new movies that come out is it falls into this formula of like, it's a new one, they're going to ruin the, the series somehow. And I think that's what happened with this too. Is like A lot yeah. of people were skeptical about seeing it, so they yeah. decided not to. Yeah, I only saw it because I heard that it was a direct sequel to the first film and that they didn't care about anything yeah. else. And the moment I heard that, I thought, well, then you already started on the right, on the right foot, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go see it because of that. And it was worth it. Yeah. So... My number two is going to be a movie that we already talked about. I just didn't want to switch another choice. Another one. Because I didn't want to move Bride of Chucky up anymore. <laughs> Don't move into peer pressure. Uh, it's going to be Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Um, I'm disappointed I didn't put Jeepers Creepers on my list. Jeepers Creepers is one of those movies that I can watch anytime that it's on. It's just fun. It's great. Um, it's, I don't, I've seen it enough times that it's not really scary to me anymore. Um, it was pretty creepy the first time I saw it because I didn't know what to expect. And like yeah. you said, the whole like the whole truck thing is just pretty terrifying because when you don't know what's you know what's driving it or what's behind it, it's just yeah. this thing that's hunting you down, kind of like right. Jaws. Yeah. Um, and but then they go on and, and you find out who it is, and it's still pretty you know it's still pretty creepy. Um, I was gonna say I like. Um, I do like the fact that um, th- Justin Long didn't make it out. Yeah. So, sorry. No, that's okay. No, I'm just like it's just an interesting like because it wasn't it wasn't a happy ending. They weren't like oh we defeated the monster right. and we got away. Oh, you and mean so, like they you're you're happy that they didn't both make it out? Correct. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay, I think you were yeah. specifically targeting Justin Long. Like, I'm glad he didn't make it. Well, no, but <laughs> yeah, he made he it was too also long. Re- <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, That's he why was, I made that face. My one per list. He yeah. was great in the movie, and it would. I didn't been, even catch that. It would have been nice <laughs> because just because because I enjoy Justin Long so much. If they would have reversed it, and Justin Long would have been in the second one, like I would have been okay with that. But the fact that they just kind of wrote his character out and he didn't make it like that's I'm fine with that too. You know, because that, it gave me that closure, that weird closure. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. Well, and it's like we talked about like you have to lose something, and I think yeah. that's really important. I think it's important that we didn't lose both of them; we yeah. only lost one because yeah. it makes it all that much more tragic. Yeah. But I love what they do because obviously the whole thing is he's going after the eyes. That's like the Jeepers Creepers yeah. song is he needs new eyes this time. He's replaced a lot of other body parts, mm-hmm. but I, I can't help but watch the second film and not think the whole time, like, Oh my God, he just has this boy's eyes in his like head. Justin's Long's yeah. Eyes. He just yeah. has Justin Long's eyes in his head now. Yeah. And I know that from the previous film. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I really, really loved about it. Yeah. I, I love Jeepers Creepers. I think it's um, underrated. I need to watch those. ones. Again. I also like the fact that like, they, there's, I don't think there's any part in the film where they actually defeat the monster. Like, no. it's just kind of he like... He just goes away. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like, he got what he needed. She got away because he got what he needed from him. Yeah. And that's the only reason that she survives. Which yeah. is also cool because, like, usually you see, like... I mean, 
like the, the the defeat of the kill yeah, like, like this oh, one at least temporarily right like like the original halloween like oh we defeated him we can escape for now yeah and it's like hey, but man, this one is like he had a mission <laughs> the the killer had a mission he completed it there's no reason to keep going mm. yeah. you know that's so. it I, I don't have much else to add other than that it's just so a fun good. film i do like i do oh, like i did want to add um i like the film uh Aside from the controversy that the director is shrouded in, I think we talked we talked about yeah. that because uh, Jeepers Creepers came up in my movie monsters yeah. list, and I think we did talk about that controversy as I well. Do, I do think it's really funny that the controversy came around after Jeepers Creepers two, because that had all been said and done long before Jeepers Creepers was even made. Yeah, long before the first one was even made, yeah. it was like years and years before it was ever made. But the controversy doesn't take away from the movie for me. I mean, it's still no, a movie. It it's an it's an artwork that. I guarantee you on every film set, there is someone involved who is not a good person. Right. I'm going to go ahead and bet that since there's hundreds oh, I mean, of people on every single film. It just so happened that it was the director. And this is one of those cases where it's the director. But every film is a product of every single person that works on it. And there's always going to be someone that's not good. But, I, mean, I want to remind have, people of that. You still have like, uh, uh, let's say Roman Holiday, for instance. Roman Polanski? Yeah. He's not a good person, but people still love... Alfred Hitchcock. That's one that's really controversial to bring up, but he was a bad guy. He was not a very good human being. I didn't know that. That's surprising. I didn't either. Oh, yeah. No, I always he... thought he was just fat and jolly. <laughs> <laughs> the way he treated his actresses is appalling. He was okay. a creep. Um, okay. But Interesting. Yeah, that's one thing that... It's one of those things that not a lot of people like to talk about because of how popular he is. But that doesn't again. There's tons of people that are work that work on these films. There's tons yeah. of people you're gonna that, run into somebody. Who's... It's gonna happen. It's one of those things. It's not every football player is a good player. Some people still watch yeah. football. Soccer is the same thing. Any yeah. anything like that that involves that many people. I'm sorry. Let me run it back. I don't think Roman Polanski did Roman Holiday. I don't know why I said that. He did Rosemary's Roman. Baby. Yeah. And Chinatown. Uh, so. If you're if you've been screaming at me yeah. for the last they like thirty seconds, like do Roman <laughs> Also, the truth is, I mean, get him now. A lot of people in Hollywood are not good people. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's fair. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an awful place. <laughs> that's just one of those things. Yeah, got to be but, bad to make it in Hollywood. Oh man, to be number one. Number one. Which, which Moving is, on yeah. to my number one pick, which Segway. I'm going to preface this one with the content warning, because this one was really graphic. And it was really gross, and I loved it. But my number one pick is The Terrifier, which I just watched I've never even heard on of Netflix. <laughs> oh my god, this one was everything I wanted in a slasher movie. Um, okay. And looks, you had mentioned uh, terrifying. You had mentioned about the silence that you, we see from uh, is it Michael Myers in the Halloween mm-hmm. movie? Yeah. This takes it to a whole different level. Because not a single peep comes from this killer the entire time, even though he's been stabbed in the foot, uh, jabbed in the eye, shot, and stuff like that. Because he's essentially a mime, is what he is. He's just a tall guy in mime costume. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, no, it's it is graphic. Some of the way that he, some of the like the killings that happen, and pretty much almost everyone you see in the movie dies. I mean, just like if, if they're if they're in the movie, it's a very small cast. And pretty much everyone you see in the movie is gonna die. Jesus. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty graphic. Um, I was like, I'm reading the first the, the <laughs> plot of like the first scene, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, oh yeah, no, the and it, it, it's he interesting. Gouges a woman's eyes mm-hmm. out. Like my god. Actually, no, that wasn't. So that was. Uh, I mean, it was somebody else who gouged out the eyes of the interviewer, and they actually bring that uh, back full circle, because it's 
Oh, yeah, I see that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so they bring that back full circle, but um, it almost are... seems like that's what kicks off the killer killing again, because it's the anniversary of the killing. Yeah, it's like he died, but I guess he escaped the morgue, which yeah. is pretty... I, that's, yeah, it's... I've always wanted to watch this. The brutal. only reason I haven't is because it's a spinoff of another film. Oh. Uh, so okay. a lot of people don't know that. It's the spinoff of a film, I had to look it up to remember what it was called, but uh, it's called All Hallows' Eve, uh, which also okay. features a clown, like, okay. just like this. Yeah, yeah. Clown. I was like, yeah. this is a mind, though, almost. Yeah, or, just, yeah. it's, it, it's interesting, but I have not had a movie that made me uncomfortable for the entirety of the movie. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah it, that's exactly the same. Yeah, so he's known as Art the Clown. Yes, but I was inc- uncomfortable through the entirety of the movie. Yeah, there was a few scenes that actually made me a little nauseous with the way that he was like killing and like you know bashing a dude's face in. One of like just a quick you know major content warning on this one, but he has one of the girls tied up upside down, like completely stripped down, and he essentially saws her half from the bottom to her head. But the other girl, her friend that's watching this, escapes from the chair. So he doesn't get a chance to finish. So he gets halfway through her head going down. Mm. And so she's left there for the rest of the movie. And they come back to her multiple times. So you see there, you, you come back and you see her hanging there again, almost cut nearly in half. And then, oh. you know, again, multiple times. Oh, yeah. No, it was it was really gruesome. It was really bloody. It was really interesting to see how lively he was. It and was disgusting. It was bloody. It's my number one. It was because it was every. It was everything I wanted in the slasher film. Like when I went into this, I was like, I was watching it and like this is like before I even got to the movie, I was like, this is my number one right here. I'm excited for my number one because it's like I feel like it's almost the complete opposite of what. Oh what really? You're yeah. No. This right is now. no. Yeah. The, like this movie was like, like if you're if you've Santa got Claus. <laughs> if you've got a weak stomach or if you just don't do well with this kind of stuff, I would not recommend this movie. But like it's it. It, it was probably why I haven't seen Human Centipede yet. Yeah, that one was really bad. Get, yeah. I don't really think Human Centipede is not near as graphic as everyone makes it. The second one is. Yeah, I didn't watch the second one. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> the first the one was one, really but, bad. So but no, it's 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 it was just like I don't know how silent he is mm. too in that because I mean they they do stuff with like the music and sounds um, that like strike chords that that ring weird in your ears and make you kind of if you've ever seen. Uh, 127 hours with James Franco where he gets his arm stuck in the rock. I know you haven't, Josh, but he gets his arm stuck in the rock and at one point he goes to cut his arm off and he hits a nerve and the actual sound in the like in the movie makes a twang. And it, they do a lot of that kind of stuff because like, it messes with your head doing that and they do that a lot in this movie. So it hits you from a lot of different ways. Ew. Yeah. So Thanks for that one, Josh. I won't. What? The ew from ew. the background. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the terrifier. It's a uh, pretty terrifying. <laughs> that was a genuine reaction too. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Um, yeah, I was really excited for this one as my number one. Though, like, there was nothing else. Yeah, I want to see that one. So <sighs> now I really. It's on Netflix. Really watch now I'm it. terrified. It's on Netflix. Do it. It's terrifying. When you watch it, come talk to me. Yeah, if they put out the poster for the film on a small sheet of paper, it'd be a terrifier. I just want to. Moving on. That's... <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to if they dunked his head in a fry maker, he'd be a terra fryer. Is that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Okay, I'm done. Oh. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. you don't get to know my number one. Do we just end this with the door closing? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm going to throw it back to one of the most classic slasher films um, out there and also one of my favorite franchises. It's Friday the 13th, and I'm going to go back to the very original Friday the 13th. One, 
because I really love it. Two, because a lot of people haven't seen it. Um, it's one of those films that it's become a joke because a lot of people will, who have seen it will ask the question, who's the killer in Friday the 13th? Do you guys know who the killer in Friday the 13th is? Jason and his mom. Jason's mother. It is Jason's yeah. mother, right. But a lot of people don't realize that. Um, I think I know that because you told me that. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the film does a great job of not showing anyone, like not showing who's killing it all. And then they give you this background right at the end that it's this mother who has been just mentally scarred by the fact that her son drowned while being while while he's supposed to be watched by teenagers mm. who were instead in a barn having, having sex, sex. Yeah. right so that so it gives her like this credence to be like psychologically just mm. damaged so she goes around and she just murders everybody in the camp um and then of course it leads to whichever film you want to go with either part two or the remake which is technically a sequel to that one um in the remake Jason's actually watching from the bushes and he sees his mom die. In part two, he comes back to life and So that's where we really see Jason like pop out of We see we we see Jason at the end of the original Friday the thirteenth yeah. film. How and does he come back? They don't they don't really completely explain because he comes back Jason comes back three times, I think, over so the course isn't of the he series. Also a different Jason almost every time. Because we see him in like different, so, like he's got a different get up every time. Part one through four is actually a continuous story. Okay. Uh, that is that is from start to finish, and it was supposed to end with part four. A lot of people love part four. Part four is also that was um, that almost made my number one instead. I love part four um, to death just because they end the story and they do it really really so well. So that's like your one point five. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it, it, they end part four extremely well. Uh, mm. Jason, just like spoilers, he does die. It's not really like a huge thing um, because then he comes back later anyway. But they, <laughs> they do a great job in part four because they do actually kill him, and it feels like relieving. Like you actually see the end of this, and then obviously they continued it. But I can imagine like watching part four before there were any other. Yeah, like newer Jason movies, and you're like, oh, this is finally over. Well, right. Well, and yeah. he's he's a killer who's made it through every single time. But I love part four because they reference part one and the fact that they kill him. Mm. They finally kill him just like they kill the mom in part one. Um, but the mom gets her head lobbed off in part one, which is also just great because she's been brutally killing everybody, and it's just this terrified girl who, who I talked about earlier who just lobs off her head, and then she becomes so mentally scarred from killing someone and watching all of her friends die that then she just kind of isolates herself in her apartment and then gets killed oh, later. Oh, that's the one. But, okay. um, but Friday the 13th is really interesting because we, as the audience, are the killer. Because we see a lot of the killer's perspective throughout the entire film. Mm. So you see reasons to not really like these kids, and I kind of almost wonder if that's where the trope came from of giving them these terrible like qualities. Because we're seeing it from her perspective. So obviously we're not supposed to like the kids. I was gonna say like isn't like Friday the Thirteenth where we get a lot of our like classic like oh, movie yeah. like teen tropes like tripping yeah. and hurting your ankle in front of the killer and and like yeah. the jock the the teenage girl like the yeah the ones that have sex always end up yeah. dying but yeah. but. And that's also a funny point because that's how Kevin Bacon dies. Uh, but because Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon Kevin, was in it, Kevin Bacon, young Kevin Bacon is in that film, and I love it. <laughs> I love that he's in it. But that film also it has a good tendency of being like, oh, well, this person's gonna die now, mm. and then it doesn't do that. So it mm. added, it created that trope, and then it kills someone else you're not ready for. And I think it does a great job with that too. I just I think from start to finish, I also love the cinematography in it. Um, mm. That's one thing that doesn't get talked about a lot is the cinematography in it. I just think it's really, really well done. Really creepy and kind of just haunting in like every shot you see. But I don't think the film gets enough love and I just, I love it. It's what, it's what created my love for Friday the 13th was I saw 
the first movie it just it was just on tv and i decided to sit down and watch it because everyone had already had always made jokes about it and i'd never seen a film before so i started with the first one and then i watched all of them through and i just i love them i'm gonna have to do that yeah i love i own all of them i bought them digitally because they had a sale last year it was like buy all of them for 13 dollars. so i bought every single film in the series on um on xbox can but, i borrow that i'm gonna have to borrow your xbox yeah borrow but... the xbox. <laughs> come if you ever want to come over and watch them i will always watch like, them. yeah cool. they're yeah. they're great yeah. um we're we are recording this on a sunday um and we were supposed to record tomorrow kind of but things got kind of jumbled um i was actually gonna watch uh the original i was gonna oh, watch okay. the original um Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Because it's been so long that yeah. I didn't get a chance to, and that's why it didn't make my list. But yeah. I would be interested in going back and watching the original Friday the 13th. I was well. thinking the same I thing. I think like, it's worth it. would be another yeah. one that I would I kind of want to just go back and watch those old, like, Candyman, Leopard, like, Leprechaun's really cheesy. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but, like, I want to go back and watch well, those if you do old Leprechaun, I almost watched Candyman. Well, because yeah. I'm I almost tired, did too, actually. I'm tired of modern day horrors where it's just like, how gory can we be? And it's like, I like those 80s movies where they didn't have that technology, they didn't have the CGI, they didn't have all that stuff. And, and it might be bad, a lot of those movies don't hold up now, but they're still really fun to go back and watch. I also yeah. like the idea of what they had to do with a lot of that is, it, it, a lot of it plays on your imagination, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's more of what you don't see. Yeah. Is what gets you because you can't show a lot of the killings. You can't really show yeah. so like you see the slash and then some of the blood. I talked but... about that on I think the horrors. One of the things about the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Where we they brought play it... a lot on what you don't see. Right. Yeah. Well, we brought it up before too with Jaws, which is the movie yeah. that basically created that idea, and then yeah. everybody copied it afterwards. But that yeah. was because of an accident. So yeah. that was because. But it became one of the best. Work. Like yeah, like it became I mean, one of the we, they still like too. I was yeah. like, they still use that like yeah. for some stuff today. Well, and it is scarier. Like it's kind of like comedy. It's like what's funny sometimes is what you don't see, mm-hmm. and yeah. the same thing with horror. Like what's yeah. scary is what you don't see sometimes. Yeah. That's the scariest thing. Yeah. All right. Um, my number one is going to be a movie that I just watched yesterday. Actually, dude, for nice. the first time. Um, it's two years old, which is crazy because I thought it just came out like like earlier this year or last year or something like that. It's gonna be Happy Death Day. Have you guys yeah, you like, guys have heard I've of that? Okay. I've heard you of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I've seen okay, it. Okay, yeah. excellent. I thought um, about putting it on my. my I really yeah. really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it, the first thing that surprised me about it is that it's a PG thirteen movie. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm a little hesitant because a PG-13 horror is like a like I'm slasher. always hesitant on that, yeah. 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 But it didn't disappoint because it didn't need that R. Like, the way that they structured the movie, it, like, every time... So the, the premise is like Groundhog Day, but the, the main girl uh, dies at the end of every day. And then okay. wakes up in the same bed and has to yep. relive that day. Okay. And it's her birthday. Which is actually something I love that idea because they've done that in like episodes of like Supernatural mm. and like they've done it with the... Um, it's the like Groundhog Winter. Day trope. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool. And they actually oh, referenced Groundhog Day at the very end, it's, which is really yeah, funny. It's like a horror satire in the vein of yeah. Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, I watched it. I watched it for fun. I didn't watch it because I wanted to be scared or anything like that. And it's not scary per se. It's just, it's fun because there's certain parts where they have like really upbeat music and she's like walking around and you're kind of like giggling with her and stuff. It's just, but, um, it has that one creepy moment for me. Just, she's underneath the bridge when she's like trapped in the park. And I was super creeped out by that. The little music box thing. 
Yes, yes, yeah. 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 That that was the one part that creeped me out mm-hmm. like exponentially in that film. But other than that, it's it's not really freaky. Yeah. Um. But I just I liked. Um. So I like the I like the repeating and what I was saying is they didn't need an R rating because a there wasn't really a need for uh, vulgar language which would get them an R, and every time there was like a, a death which is basically her, it would wake her up right and so there wasn't really a need for blood or anything like that so no and then there's only slight nudity in just one section but it it was as much nudity as they needed it wasn't like over the top like we're just going to show someone completely naked because we can't i don't even think they showed anything they They just just showed her from behind that's it yeah yeah but they showed her like from her lower back up like they didn't even show her butt like her naked butt they just implied that okay now you know you see her from like here from like her chest yeah. Like her upper chest, and then from like her lower back, and you're like, okay, I can put that together. She's yeah. naked. Yeah, it's like very much in that vein of like teenage thrill kill movies. Yeah, and that that's what's so much fun about it. Mm-hmm. I think too. I I haven't seen the second one yet. I really I haven't see either. The we should get one. together and watch we it. We should because I really want to see the second yeah. one. Jim, your homework is to go watch Happy Death Day, so we can, so we can go get watch. Together okay, yeah. Watch Happy Death Day too. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Death Day to you is the second one. Which I love that they like did something more than just. Yeah. Happy um, Death Day too, but I will say it, it is a newer movie, so I'm not going to spoil anything, especially yeah. if you're going to go watch it. But towards the end, they did give you like that false ending, yeah, where it's like, oh man, it's finally over, and then there was like a whole, there was like another 20 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. I was like, I was not ready for this at all. Like they keep messing with your head, yeah, towards the end. No, it, like I just want this to be over, and the character's like, I just want this to be over. Yeah, it's, um, to me, it's like. It, you know, I talked about how much I love Scream on the last, mm-hmm. on the satire one, and that's what it's like to me. It's like a modern Scream. It's yeah. like this generation's Scream. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, and I will let you guys know what we think about the uh, second one <laughs> when we get to watch it. Cool. I was looking to see if it was on Netflix, so I'm going to have to do it a little bit more to see if I can um, find it. It's on HBO Go. Okay, I should be able to. But on PlayStation, you could probably rent it for like three dollars. It's like Comcast. I'm gonna yeah. check. Or Am- I always recommend Amazon if you want to rent a film because it's often like ninety nine cents. Yeah. So I always go with Amazon. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll look it up. Not that that's a plug for Amazon. We get paid and for then, anything like that. And then that. Happy Death Day to you whenever we watch it, guys. Um, I have HBO Go. Okay, so we, we can watch, watch it on there. Free. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, but cool. yeah. That was our uh, top five. It's gonna round out our top five slasher films. We hope we uh, we had some good ones on there Slash for you. Slash right through those too. I, I want to mention uh, we had the poll pop up and we had a oh, yeah. very divided poll on what was the best one. Um, pull it up real quick. Oh. It was it was in a message. Yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, so it was a little uh, vacant this last week, so, so I don't remember what the poll options the even poll were. On Twitter, we could use a little bit more interaction on because I think we're only yeah. getting a few votes. But a hundred percent of people in the poll said Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Um, Facebook, sixty percent of you said Halloween. Forty uh, percent said Friday the Thirteenth, and Instagram was fifty-fifty. Hmm. Interesting. Half and half. Nice. Yeah. So, but I mean, those I guess, line up with our choices pretty well too. And those are some of the most popular films yeah, out there, at yeah. least some of the most well known. Especially Halloween. Halloween's like a cult classic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are all like. Yeah. 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 I uh, I actually 
don't remember what I took off, but I had originally I had the '78 Halloween as my number one, but then I remembered I saw Happy Death Day last night, and I was like, yeah, this Ooh. is yeah. yeah. Does this does it appear on? I'm just gonna ask so we can that way I know if we talk about it. Does it appear on your honorable or anything? What the original Halloween? Mm-mm. Okay, so because it was a winner in one respect, mm-hmm. I do want to talk about it a little bit because that one. That one added to the idea of the time of, like, silent killers, but it added it in a way where we see the person as a kid first. Like, we do briefly see them, because we yeah. see them in a clown mask, basically. I think it's a clown mask that they put on well, or something in, like, like that. they're in, like, house or something. Right, and, yeah. and he goes and he kills his sister yeah. as a child, and that's what starts the whole film, is this, this kid who's so detached that he just goes in and he kills. And I think it's really funny, because... Uh, the, it's the producer, I can't remember her name, um, but it's the producer who is actually holding the knife. They show a hand at one point. Oh, really? And they used her hand because the kid's hand was just too small. So they <laughs> so they used her hand instead. <laughs> nice. Um, which I think is really funny. The one thing, because I mentioned I don't like the ending, briefly, of the original Halloween, is the thing I don't like about the ending of the original Halloween is that entire movie lacks anything supernatural, which I think is great because it's kind of its own thing, differentiating it from Friday the 13th. He falls out of a window and gets up. And then he disappears. It's not yeah. even just that he gets up. Yeah. He walks away without a sound. Yeah. And I, one, there's there's two reasons why I don't like it. One, I didn't need anything supernatural, and I definitely didn't need that kind of ending. Mm. And two, he is not the kind of character that's going to walk away. He's the type of character that's going to stand back up and, and go you kill again. you. Yeah. He's going to go kill you. He, he has no sense of self at yeah. all. His goal only is to kill you. And that's where I think the new film did this better because they add on to that a little bit they make okay. it they make it more interesting than that cool. but yeah i want to talk about it briefly just because do they bring it back in the, the remake do they bring it back to like the original setting like the original house or they they bring it back to the original town and okay. they go okay. off of that gotcha. um it, it's really interesting it, it starts off with he's been in an insane asylum mm-hmm. for the entirety of the the length that we've been waiting so for like that 40 year period he's been waiting so once Basically. he disappears from the lawn, he just goes to an and insane asylum, right? And that's, they he kind of check himself in. Okay. So okay. essentially, the, what they play off of is the idea that he gets captured okay. instead, and then they put him in an insane gotcha. asylum. Because he is psychologically tormented. So it's really interesting. It's really huh. creepy, the new one. Okay. But, yeah. So with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode, and this is going to be a two-parter as well. So um, stay tuned. We're going to release it on... Uh, Wednesday, I guess if you're listening, it is Wednesday. Um, our next, our, our mini-sode. <laughs> it's already our, releasing. You're yeah. listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't record this live, so I'm trying to, I'm not too good with math and days and stuff and living. Uh, and nice. the next mini-episode, the second part with our honorable and dishonorable, will be released on Friday. So stay tuned for that. And as far as this episode is concerned, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So for me, I am Josh. You can follow me on Twitter at JawsXBird. I'm Cameron. You can follow me on Twitter as the Cameron Guy. And I'm Jim. You can follow me on Twitter at HoldMajimbles. And for the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the good social media sites. Uh, at list this podcast and again don't be afraid to vote um, you don't you don't necessarily have to comment we always welcome comments and uh, discussions and all that kind of stuff but really we just ask you to click the uh, the poll 
and just vote so we can kind of discuss what you guys uh, what you guys vote for. And as always, like just start letting us know if there's any lists that you guys want us to do. Um, if it's something that we know, we'll be happy to talk about it. If it's something that we don't, we'll uh, figure out the best way to research this stuff so we can talk about it. Yep. And uh, stay tuned for uh, not only the mini-sode, but like we said in the beginning of the episode, we have one more spooky list to uh, go over next week. Yeah. So yeah. with that, we will see you next time. This has been List This, where we list and you listen. See you later, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah.